Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. It's doing good, you know. I've had a few days of treatment, a few days of rehab. Uh, excited to get on the practice field and kind of test it out uh, and uh, see where I'm at, but uh, it's feeling good so far. This is Dirt and Sprague. DiVincenzo finds Poole. He raised it in. 1.3 to go. And Poole gets the Warriors the lead. No timeout. Bay Heaves. That's it. Golden State pulls off the comeback. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. Both in the interior and then out to 45 feet. Here he goes again. Dane for a 50 piece. A 50 piece with a minute left in the third quarter. It's the most efficient 60 point game ever, for real. Dirt and Sprague on 1080, The Fan. Six oh two in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland Sports Leader. Ten eighty. The fan. Happy Thursday, everybody. How we doing? How we feeling? What is happening? I'm, I'm playing hurt today. I'm playing wounded. What'd you do? <laughs> you ever allow yourself to do something and you know there's going to be consequences, yet you continue to do it nonetheless? Like, what do you call um, that? What kind of psychological disorder do I have? That's called stupidity. Insanity? <laughs> yeah, you have a case of stupidity. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last thing I did that I knew was going to not be good for me that like, I you did know anyway. this is this is going to hurt. This is going to be painful. Uh, in terms of, like, pain, I it might have been the last time I ran HTC. Okay. Because you train for Hood to Coast. Yeah. But you don't exactly train specifically yeah. how you're going to run, and by the end of the third leg, you get to the beach, and yeah. the next day... Yeah, you can't duplicate that in training. No. Your legs are like, you ran 20 miles yesterday. Yeah. You hurt. The elevation changes. The elevation changes. The adrenaline like, gets flowing yeah. in the race. Your team's there pumping you up. That was the last <laughs> stupid thing that I was doing that I knew I was going to be hurt doing. Well, this would be a great summation of the differences in our lives. Uh, my, mine was yesterday... <laughs> We, I've been waiting. We ordered a new couch yesterday, or a long time ago, and we've been waiting for it to come in. Not really a new couch. It's an addition on our couch. We have a love sack couch in our living room, which are delightful couches. You can add pieces to it. You can rearrange it. It's perfect couch, like right? some speakers buried in it. We you didn't get, get this. We didn't go charger that. You it. can get all that. We didn't quite go that uh, hoity-toity. That's probably super that's, expensive. That's that TV money. That's yeah. that, uh, you know, the three to seven money, six yeah, to that, nine that's money. That, that's that Isaac and Souk money. That's six yeah. to nine money. It's just let's get a good little love sack here and let's add a couple of pieces. What, what are you calling? What is 
why are you calling it a love sack? What's that's the name the of the brand. couch? That's the name of the couch. That's the oh, brand name. Okay, okay. You've seen those commercials? No, no. I know what we're talking about, okay. but I didn't know the company name, and I thought you called love seats love sacks, <laughs> oh, and I wanted to know seat. why you called it a love sack. <laughs> I come up with my own names for things. You know, we like to get kinky. So I finally they got in yesterday. I had all these plans, and I'm like, dude, we got it. We're moving the couch from one living room to the other. We're rearranging everything, right? So I I spent all day doing this. The wife was off. Like all day working on this damn couch, moving things, vacuuming, cleaning, moving this here, that here. I look up and it's like 445 and I'm like, I'm, I'm exhausted. I've been doing this all day. I'm not, I don't want to cook dinner tonight. And so I'm like, I asked the wife, what do you want for dinner? Let me know. Like, you know, just scroll. I don't feel like doing anything. I don't want to go anywhere. Let's just order something and have it delivered. And she's the first restaurant out of her mouth is a restaurant that I immediately know tomorrow's going to be painful. Yet every time we order it, I'm like, God, that sounds so damn good. I want it. The second it pops into my head. Is is it a place that I also have recently had that I told you, like, I like it, and then I just feel awful after I eat it? It, it might be. I can't remember what yours is. My, mine is, is an animal in the name of it. Uh, no, not uh, an okay. animal. Well, the animal's in the name of the place I'm talking about. Mine is Chipotle. Okay, well, we're just outing them, okay. Well, no, I love Chipotle. <laughs> I love it. I can't stop eating it. It's delicious. It's delightful. The yeah. burritos are terrific. Yeah. They're chips. I would argue the Chipotle chip. Oh, is with the hint of lime? Maybe the oh. most underrated chip on the market. Uh, it's, it's a good case for it, Especially yeah. when you get them and they're warm still. Like oh, yeah. Sometimes you get them they're a little chill, but you get warm. There's a little hint of lime. There's a little bit of salt yeah. on there. Did you get guac? Uh, I don't need anything with their chips. You just eat the chips I just bare. eat the chips oh, bare. Like That's well, how much the I like their chips. The queso is delightful. Queso each is their good. own. Their queso is very good. Oh, man, queso. God, I just I know queso. every time. Just give me a spoon. I know. See, this is what I'm saying. Just dump it all over my body. Let me just swipe it off with my fingers <laughs> every time i know i know what the next morning's gonna be oh so you're and i know you, yeah you're indicating you're gonna be taking a lot of bathroom trips yes mm. it was like the first one was at like 4 45 this morning and it was like straight getting up like i don't even know if i have time to get dressed we're running and i got in i'm like okay i think i'm gonna be all right trying to take some deep breaths in the studio and i'm like nope gotta go again really and it might be at some point again but you know what i'm gonna do i'm gonna tell myself don't do this to yourself and like two months is going to go by and I'm going to have a day where I'm hungry and we're like, hey, what do we want for dinner? How does it sound? I'm like, yeah, it sounds pretty good to me. I mean, y your body type. Look, you're not different in the sense of people eat beans and their body moves a little bit. Your body just moves a lot more than most people, I think, when you eat beans. Um, I don't even do beans. What do you eat? I don't do beans in my burrito. What, what, what is in your burrito? Meat and veggies? I mean, I go steak. I go uh, uh, white uh, white rice. Okay. I, the fajita veggies. Okay. The corn salsa. Yeah. Uh, the hot and the mild salsa. Okay. Got to mix them in. Yeah. A little lettuce, a little cheese. That's all I do. No beans. No huh? be I'm an anti-bean guy. Anti-bean guy. I'm not anti. I just, you know. So what is it in your system that's I, not agreeing I, with? I have no clue. I can't figure it out. Because those are all pretty normal. Would think, right? I, I bet you know what I bet it is. It's it's well, it's, cheese. Some people have a hard time with cheese and the lactose. Yeah, that's the other thing cheese. is you don't know that you might be slightly lactose. And the other part of this is, and it's a again, valid point. Maybe I should investigate that. They are they're delightful. I like them as well. In fact, I'll give you a heads up. When they went through their big uh, outbreak problem, yeah. I still went there all the time. <laughs> I was like, there constantly. I treated it like a plane crash. I was like, well, that happened, so it's not going to happen again. There yeah, they're going to be there. ultra ultra safety conscious here yes. for a little while. Yes. There were no lines. Nobody Once they to go figured for a while, out where great. the supply chain was having issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
It's a really stupid thing to say out loud, but if I see any news of a plane crash, I immediately go, it's a perfect time to go fly. Yeah, that was great. Because everybody's going to be checking everything a little bit closer. Yep. Like, we don't want to be the next one. Um, my only guess is the amount of salt, substance, dairy, and just food <laughs> that they wrap in their burritos. There's a lot, there's a lot in there. I mean, it's it's almost yes, a two-pound burrito, man. They're, they're big boys. Yeah, they're big they're burritos. Big I usually do. I'll either do the soft tacos. I do the bowl. Or the I bowl. The, uh, the, yeah. the, the burrito bowl. Yeah, sure. Yeah, the wife's a big bowl person. Loves but, her bowls. I mean, the difference between the bowl and yours is just a tortilla, and That's I know it. that tortilla is big, but... It ain't that big of a difference. And the tortilla is not causing this. The tortilla is no. not the problem no. here. There's something else in the combination that is causing the issues. I think it's dairy for you. There's a missing link in the chain somewhere, and I can't figure it out. Well, my oldest is, she's like, I don't even know what the percentage you label it. She's somewhat lactose. Like, if she drinks milk, it's... She needs to go to the restroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we got to limit the cheese. We, she just dare. She'll dare. She'll do ice cream. Ice cream is the one thing she can eat, and it doesn't impact her. Well, that's a good. That's a good. You know, solution to your problem at least. Of she, all the dairy yeah. things you could have, I uh, ice cream. Who doesn't like a good cone she of goes, ice cream? Dad, I I can do without cheese on things. I don't want to <laughs> live in a world without ice cream. I don't want to be sitting in the bathroom. But no, ice cream, that would not be a fun world. I'm not willing to give that away. So maybe it's it's something of that nature. Um, it is funny how we do have a place, though, that for whatever reason we eat it and we just, our bodies don't react to it. Mine's Panda. Yeah, pa yeah. We, we are a Panda household. My children love it. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't love Panda Express? I mean, Panda Express has kind of, not even kind of, they've ruined Chinese food. Yeah, they have. Like, going to an authentic, a real authentic Chinese restaurant and ordering orange chicken Eh, it's not the same. It ain't the same. What percentage of people go to Panda Express and don't get orange chicken as one of their sides? I'm blown away oh, whenever do. somebody does. You don't get orange the orange chicken. chicken. No. How do you not get orange wow. chicken? Wow. Well, it's breaded. Yeah. So I get the I get the green bean chicken. I get teriyaki chicken. Like that's healthier. I mean, you're eating Panda Express. So we I really understand that. we're doing the breaded versus no breaded thing. <laughs> That's like going to McDonald's well, and getting the super and some salad. of it too, like the breaded thing. <laughs> Trying to watch my finger. Can I get McDonald's? Uh, can I get the salad with the Big Mac sauce <laughs> yeah. for the dressing? Sometimes I feel like though the, I can't eat bread. It's all bad. the breaded stuff. Sometimes you get more bread than meat. Where oh, it's but like, I kind of like that. Oh, see, oh, I don't. I, do, yeah, I, do I love deep fried crab. Because I'm already eating bread, man, with orange chicken. Sauce I already on got it. the chow mein going. I got plenty of. Uh, carbs going there. Yeah, you so, gotta go chow mein. Chow mein's the way to well, go. Well, that's not even a contest. I get yeah. upset when people order the rice. Yeah, you can't do yeah. rice. You gotta go chow mein, and it's usually one order of orange chicken. No. Sometimes two. No, it's two for me every time. Sometimes I like to mix it up, and every time I mix it up, I think, why didn't I just get two orders of that's orange chicken? That's my problem. I did that years ago with the beef and broccoli, and I was like, yeah. this is mid-beef yeah. broccoli. I'm, yeah. I'd better off just getting double orange chicken. And every time... I don't have that reaction that you're experiencing, but I do have, like, I just get burpy. I get gassy. <laughs> you can kind of feel it for about 24 hours. Like, it doesn't just easily go down. You know what I mean? I just, I'm dealing with it. Somebody said, with all the great taco joints and burrito shacks in Portland, you eat Chipotle. It's not like, I, there was amazing taco and, and Mexican restaurants in Portland that stop, I love. Stop, stop. Let me, let me pause you. To that listener, stop with the local food shaming. <laughs> 
you eat freaking national brands too. You're not eating local every single time you go out to eat or you order. Sometimes it's about quickness and convenience. And it ain't my fault that the greatest taco joints are in southeast Portland right. and I live in Clackamas. Like, a, that's not yeah. my Can problem. Can we get some out there in Tannisport? Can they deliver it to my house in 15 minutes because I don't feel like driving right now? No, they yeah. can't. It'll and take at least why. a half hour. There is a Victoricos yeah. right across the street. I can walk to it. See, we need to... I, I know I sound like so uh, mean that in that tone. We gotta stop the local food shame thing. We are well aware we live in a great, yes. gifted food city. Great food I would city. like to have more of that in my particular neck of the woods because it's yes. all chains. It's the yeah, only got a thing lot of chains about on living where I live. The Everything else is great, yeah. but there are very few, if any, cool local neighborhood. or You don't have as many on the west where you live. No. It was the one thing I hated about living there was like, well, is it McDonald's or is it Applebee's? Especially late yeah, at night. Like I got a, we got a Pilots game tonight. I'm going to come home. It's going to be close to 10 o'clock. I'm going to be hungry. And the only things that are available outside of my fridge, if I don't want to cook something or heat something up, is all fast food. Yeah, I don't know. It, it, the other part of it, sometimes, too, like if we're just being really truthful, sometimes it's pricing. I mean, like I'm, I'm – I am as local community guy as you can find. I want, you know, community gardens. I mean, community outreach programs. I am all about that. Sometimes, though, sometimes. <laughs> Occasionally. You go out to eat to these local joints, and I'm not mad at them. I'm more mad at the situation. Oh, yeah. But yeah. it's like I ordered for two. Your total is sixty five eighty eight after tip. And you're like, <laughs> ah, this feels well, like you're a bit also, much. You're feeding a family of four, too. Yeah, but it's... my kids don't eat. I don't order that much food. Sure. Uh, I, I've cut down how much food I eat now because I can actually get down. <laughs> my wife doesn't eat a whole ton. And I have a, an 11-year-old and a 6-year-old. So <laughs> it's like. That's true. It's a very small, petite family. The order, you look at the price and then you look at the yeah. order. And it's not, it doesn't line up. I pay it. And I'm happy that people are making money, but I don't go out to eat there every time. Sometimes, yes, I'm a lazy piece of crap who goes to McDonald's. What do you want from me? I work in radio, and my name is not Isaac or Sue. Exactly. Sometimes you just need the $5 biggie bag. Yeah. You just need to fill up, Delightful. and you got a fiver in your pocket. Thank and you. It's like, there you go. What yes. is it? Is it the indoctrination you get as a kid in this country? Is it the added salt? What is it about occasionally thinking of fast food and just like having your mouth salivate? It is absolute. Yeah. As, as a guy who went to Because it'll Vietnam. still happen to me to, to, right. from time to time. You're like, God, what, God, a Big Mac sounds so good right now. It is, without a doubt, the salt and the chemicals they add to their stuff. I, I'm pretty sure they have, like, an addictive chemical in their meat. I, I would be willing to believe that theory. Because here's, here's also a sad thing to reveal. My wife will not order a cheeseburger almost anywhere. She likes some of the local joints we've been to. That you know, we don't go to as much as we'd like to because of, again, I live here, they are over there. Sure. There's not a better cheeseburger for her than McDonald's. Because she grew up Vietnamese household. Just eating McDonald's. They weren't making yeah. burgers at home. They were making Vietnamese cuisine. Right, fun, right. You know, all kinds of noodle dishes. And when they ate burgers, it was McDonald's. And I'm just, I'm kind of concluding that I think if you grow up and you start at McDonald's, 
unfortunately, you've ruined burgers because all you want is the McDonald burger. <laughs> you usually you have like the immediate regret afterwards too. Like sure. once you're done, you're like, oh, why did I do that? Why I love the quarter pounder, dirt. I put that in myself. I finish a quarter pounder with cheese, and like it's amazing. But like I'm also like I can just feel how much salt I ate. <laughs> just immediately, like the gut bomb happens like five minutes yeah. later, just like. Like, oh, what was that sound? That wasn't normal. Yeah. The number of people that are texting in saying they don't get orange chicken on their order is a little alarming. Really? We and got now, an anti-orange chicken, folks. I, this has to go to a poll question. Okay. This has, we have to take this to do the Do you masses. ever go to pan? Well, what, how, well, let's think about how we phrase this first. Don't say, do you order it? We got to say it like, what percentage of the time do you get orange chicken? A hundred? 80, yeah, as, as one of your sides. Or less than No, one 50. of your entrees. One of your entrees, entrees sorry. Yeah. One of your entrees, yeah. I'm going to throw that up. Throw that up on Twitter. Okay. Well, I hope you can make it through every segment today. I feel a little bit better right now. Okay. I, the last one, I think, has is, is cleared me out for a good amount of time. And uh, now we're just like, it's like, I'm like the doomsday clock right now. Mm. I'm like 90 seconds to midnight. Okay. And we just, we don't know when midnight's going to strike. Great. We got Putin in your stomach <laughs> and we got 90 seconds. <laughs> we do. Somebody send me some tanks. <laughs> uh, we got a lot to get to today. Matt Mayoko, we had him on at the end of November. He's going to hop on with us again today. He covers the San Francisco 49ers for the NBC Sports Bay Area website. Uh, does a great job, and he's a good friend of the show. He'll join us for the Daily Ticker. We have no Ken Barkley today. He's getting LASIK, so we've bumped him to tomorrow. Yes. And so we'll see. I tried what Ken to see about if he was willing to do the segment while the LASIK was going on, but uh, even for the great Ken Barkley, that was a little too much. Yeah. I mean, he could have done it. Uh, my, I watched my wife do it. You do just lay there, and it's like a glass wall, and people watch you get it done. Do they drug you up for that? Uh, no. I don't think so. No, oh, really? It's it's a little painful. Like, my wife had to go home and, like, try to sleep because yeah. your eyes are kind of closed. You got glasses for about 9 to 10 hours. I'd imagine, yeah. But it's a pretty quick recovery time. Okay. Um, so Ken will join us tomorrow, and tomorrow I will try to get a Kansas City person. So we will have hit every stop for conference championship uh, weekend. We got a lot to get to. Dame had 60 points last night. We'll talk about that coming up. And we have the debut of a new segment today at 6.30. And I'm just going to allow the audio to tell you what segment that is. And so uh, let's get it going. Dirt and Spray, good to be here with you on this Thursday on Portland Sports Leader 1080. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. We debut a segment coming up uh, next. Quite excited for it. Uh, Before we get to the Dame stuff today and we talk some NFL playoff stuff, we got a lot of audio today. We got stops at all the cities that are going to be involved in the conference championship. We got Matt Mayoko. Uh, We got something from the Bills general manager that I quite enjoyed. Because it absolutely comes off as sour grapes, no matter how he feels that he what he meant about it. I get the I get the point he was trying to come across with, but it sounded horrible when he said it. You sound like a bitter <laughs> piece of crap. <laughs> yes, you is do. what you do. Um, and so we'll get to that today. I saw some Seahawks fans getting real upset after we got the Coach of the Year finalists announced. I also saw some Lions fans upset after we got Coach of the Year finalists <laughs> announced. And I went through the list. The NFL's got five. The AP's got three. That's an odd situation. That is a little weird. But of the, let's just go with the NFL. We use the NFL here. We don't care about the AP's votes in college football. Why should we care about their finalists for coach of the year? Very fair. The five that you have, I, I don't think anybody would argue that, they, that they're not deserving of being a finalist. But I, I guess I'll ask because I saw Seahawks fan getting upset, and I, I kind of thought about it. I had kind of forgotten about his name in this category, and I didn't mean it in a disrespectful way. Right. Pete Carroll, not amongst the finalists. Should Pete Carroll have been on that list instead of somebody else? Uh, th- this is the tough part I think we go through with the Heisman Trophy, too, because I it, it almost, to me, is like a participation award. Like, if you want to tell me you think he's a finalist, that's fine. He's not the coach of the year in the NFL. I mean, his over-under was five and a half. He won nine. Dayballs was seven. I didn't know it was seven. I didn't know it was that high, and they won nine. Yeah, I, I, and again, I'm not saying he didn't. He wasn't a great coach this year. So if you want to make the argument that he was a finalist, that okay, I'll listen to that. But it's just finishing at somewhere different in the final standings to me. Because if I had a vote for coach of the year, Pete Carroll, what Seattle did this year was great. Yeah. They had, a, they had an awesome year. Not, not many people saw this coming at all. But I would not vote for him for coach of the year in the NFL. So here's the thing. I was I was thinking about this because, for me, I, I think Dayball's going to win it. So it's Peterson, it's Dayball, it's Shanahan, it's Sirianni, and it's uh, – who am I missing there? There's five of them. Peterson, Shanahan, Sirianni, Dayball. God, I'm blanket. I should have brought up the tweet. <laughs> Anyways, there's a fifth, and I'm sure we'll find out who it was. Maybe it was McDermott. Yeah, probably McDermott. It might have been McDermott. But I was thinking about Seattle, and, you know, it's not like, again, the Giants had many expectations. You, I think everybody would say you, you, you surpassed the expectation this year. Mm-hmm. You know, San Francisco's roster, Philadelphia's roster, those were kind of expected things. Buffalo's roster, we kind of expected those three teams yeah. to maybe be in this position or be really good this year. Jacksonville, I think that's a good case for Peterson. They didn't finish the, with the greatest record, but they won their division nonetheless, and they won two games and the number one pick the year prior. 
I'm going back to preseason, though. I think Pete Carroll probably should have been a finalist because I'm trying to remember what I thought about it. I didn't think Seattle had a chance in hell of winning more than four games. No, no, maybe not four. I I don't know if I was quite that low. I was pretty low on them. I think I said after their first preseason game, remember they looked like crap, and I was like, (laughs) this is going to be a train wreck of a disaster, and they couldn't have proved me more wrong. I I think part of the tough tough argument for Pete Carroll, like when you look at the picture at the end of the season, because I know preseason expectations is a big part of it. But when you look at the picture at the end of the year, and granted, you can make this argument basically against any coach that you want, I Absolutely. guess. Absolutely. But the the part of it that, that does hurt him a little bit is, in my mind, the lack of, A, quality wins that they had throughout the course of the season. Like, when you go look at the teams that Seattle beat this year, it's a lot of non-playoff teams. In fact, I'm trying to see, I think they beat two playoff teams all year. Mm-hmm. They blew out the Chargers early in the season uh, when the Chargers are going through all those injuries, and they beat the Giants at home. Outside of that, they didn't have a single win against a playoff team. And when you looked at the NFC West at the start of the year, we thought the NFC West was going to be a pretty damn good division. You had Kyler Murray back. Arizona was a playoff team last year. The Rams won the Super Bowl last year, and they were returning a lot of guys from that team. The 49ers have been consistently good. So you looked at the NFC West, and we all thought Seattle would be in last. Arizona and L.A. ended up being absolute dumpster fires. And that was four of your nine wins were against two incredibly below 500 teams in the Rams and 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 the Cardinals. So I, if I were, were voting, I'm, I'm okay putting him as a finalist. I think the the three guys that deserve the most consideration, at least in my mind, uh, are Kyle Shanahan, Brian Dayball, and, and Doug Peterson. Uh, and and Doug Peterson probably would get my vote because you went from number one overall pick in the NFL draft to ha- to winning your division. And again, their division wasn't great, so I'm not a, you know you can make that argument about a lot of different coaches and divisions. But to take the the team that had the worst record in the NFL last year to winning your division that was an absolute dumpster fire to winning your division and winning a playoff, game, a playoff game on yeah. top of it, like yeah. I, that that to me that that would get my vote for coach of the year. Yeah, I know Sirianni for some people is going to be left out of this, but I think the tough thing for him is you can acknowledge how good he's been as a coach and a great coach, how much better he maybe has been than some people thought he would be given the way his press conference went. That is a loaded roster. Yes. And And they were a, they were a favorite for everybody coming out of the NFC. Yeah. I mean, well, I don't know if they were the favorite. I think the Rams, I want to say the Niners were up there. I think they're somewhere in the three, four, five range in the NFC. I think Cowboys had better odds than them, but still, like we knew that that roster could be really good. Yeah, and I guess the tough thing is, how much do you reward the coach for actually following through with the expectation versus rewarding the coach who exceeded the expectation? Yeah. It's 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 almost it's a tough thing. It's like uh, deciding between the MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. They're kind of the I mean, you're, yeah, how is it not the same? Because the MVP yeah. is essentially a quarterback every year. And that's kind of what has you're to be saying. The offensive player of the year, too. Yeah, outside of Derrick Henry seasons, you're just giving this award to the best quarterback. Right. Whereas, like, offensive player, if you go look at who went, like, Justin Jefferson is not winning MVP. It's a waste of a bet. Even though he's a finalist, no chance in hell he's probably going to win offensive player of the year because that's what they do. They give the skill position guy the offensive award, and then they give the quarterback the MVP. Yeah, I if I were to flip, I'd take Sean McDermott out as a finalist and probably put Pete Carroll in. And I think all those five would be deserving. Pete Carroll, because of the preseason expectations, they made the playoffs. Sirianni, for being the best team in the NFL essentially all year. I know they stumbled at the end. Their quarterback got hurt. Shanahan deserves it. He's won an incredible amount of games with a third-string quarterback. There's not many coaches in the NFL that can do that. Dayball, nobody expected the Giants to win a game this year. And Doug Peterson, uh, his story speaks 
speaks for itself. McDermott's the only one. Like I, I saw those yesterday, and I just thought, why is McDermott a finalist, but Zach Taylor isn't? Or Andy Reid. Or Andy Reid. Or God. you look at some of these other teams that are that are the high-ranking teams in the AFC or NFC. Like the Bills, again, talking about preseason expectations, if anything, the Bills disappointed this year. Oh, there's not, without a doubt, they, they did. didn't. Yeah. And now it wasn't fair to them because they didn't have a chance to earn it because the game got taken away, but they didn't get the number one seed in the AFC. And I know playoffs are not supposed to be a part of this in the NFL, but for us, with the vantage point of hindsight, it's hard to not use playoffs as part of this. And they they drastically underachieved this year they were everybody's Super Bowl pick to start the year they didn't even make it to the AFC title game isn't it last point for me you just brought up something didn't think about this in the moment when we were talking about the whole Buffalo Kansas City number one seed conundrum neutral site Mm -hmm. stuff you know what just came in my head where we were going to do a neutral site game for those two teams because of why because it was unfair because they didn't get to play a game Mm -hmm. that you know, got stopped. And if the Bills win that game, they get the number one seed because they had the head-to-head win over Kansas City. But here's the funny part about that. We made Buffalo play. We gave Kansas City the bye. We gave Kansas City the one seed (laughs) without saying they're the one seed. It was a really weird thing that we did there, wasn't it? It was very weird. I also hate, and this is the same thing with Heisman Trophy stuff, and in all of these different awards and different sports, postseason should be a part of it. I agree with that, I, actually. I firmly yeah. believe that because part of the reason I'm making this argument against Pete Carroll right now, and this isn't fair because I, the voters, I believe, don't take postseason into consideration. When you look at the other coaches that surprise us here, and Brian Dayball and Doug Peterson, they won a playoff game. Yeah. And, and Pete Carroll had a great first half. And then they got boat raced in the second half. And it was a tough matchup for them. The 49ers are a wagon. But the Giants went on the road and beat the Vikings, who won, what, 13 games this year? I know they were a bit fraudulent, but they won that game. Doug Peterson orchestrated the third largest comeback in playoff history. Like, I can't get that out of my mind when I'm thinking about Coach of the Year. And it made them it made them feel a little more legitimate than Seattle, who needed a Lions win over Green Bay in the last Sunday night game to back their way into the playoffs. And then they got smoked in their wild card game. We introduce a new segment to the show, and we do it next. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gas from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, We have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. The alley She spoke to me and she said, With this gift, you will win fourth place.
It's time for Sprague's Dos Minutos Basket Blue Balls. <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world. Woo! You're right, Bob. Destiny. Oh, I'm so happy. I can't even feel my arms. Where Sprague has actually two minutes to talk as much NBA as he can fit into uh, the shot clock. Come on, man. I'm an excellent athlete. Look, I broke this arm playing for you. No, you broke it playing with me in the driveway. You can't even make a layup. On Odyssey and 1080, The Fan. Two minutes. All right, welcome back in. It is officially the debut of Sprague's Basket Blue Balls. Dos Minutos! By the way, hard call to find. The Dos Minutos is? It's just not readily available on the internet anywhere. You'd think they'd have a sound drop for it somewhere. You would imagine, yeah. And there's just not. It's always interrupted on the play-by-play on every YouTube video I found. Is there not like a good in-arena one that you can find? No. No. They were always like 2007 video camera cell phone things. (laughs) It's just terrible. So what's going to happen here, we'll have this a little more clean next week. I just wanted to kind of introduce what the segment was. This is a great idea. I just get to put my feet up for two minutes. I don't have to do squats. Is that what you're telling well, me? You can, you can chime in and comment on something if it catches your ear. Like, oh, okay. Uh, I don't get to talk as much basketball on this show as I'd like. Uh, I could go three hours, really, but I don't because I understand football is the beast that feeds the machine. What we're going to do is we're going to do this every Thursday at 630, and we're going to just do that open, and then as soon as the two minutes, I'm going to come right in, and I'm just going to start talking and giving every thought on the NBA that I can possibly muster. And Swag's going to hit a horn right when two minutes goes. I have to shut up no matter what mid-sentence. Okay. I have only two minutes, and then i got to shut up. There was a lot to break down from last night in the association. Right, there's a lot to break down last night. There's a trade deadline looming. There's a lot of chatter around the league. And so, you know, there's a lot going on right now. Yep. And I'm also explaining this segment because I'm stalling right now. I'm allowing Jason Swigard enough time to find a horn. I forgot to send him a horn sound yeah. from an NBA game. You need an air horn for the end of it there. You need a good yeah. NBA end of quarter. Ah. Yeah, I need a good buzzer horn situation. <laughs> So as soon as Swag tells me he's got the horn ready to go, we're going to set a two-minute timer. Swag, I'd like you to be the two-minute timer because you look like you know how to operate a clock. If you were at my daughter's youth rec league game, oh, he'd be all over it. They would definitely look at his face and go, that guy knows how to hit the how to hit the button. Uh, it's one and one, please. One and one. Okay. Not in the bonus yet. One and one. I was letting the officials have it at my nephew's <laughs> yeah. average game. You on see what Tuesday. I'm saying? Like, of course. Oh my God, can we what get a three in the key count? That kid was camping all damn day. Were you screaming from the stands? Three in the key. I yeah, there were a couple times where it was egregious. <laughs> okay. Like he caught the ball, so took good. a dribble, picked it up, looked around, made a pass, and then didn't get out of the key. I'm like, what are you staring at down there, baseline official? Is that the most uncalled thing in basketball games? Uh, no, traveling. 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 Oh, touche. Because it happens more every, often. Well, it happens every play. Yeah. yeah. Traveling or carrying is like every <laughs> yeah. play. Yeah. Uh, three in the key, this is another reason I will never be an official. I feel like I legitimately would call it every time if I counted. Yeah, you're just looking at it like, uh, beep. I mean, it's, it's, it's literally called three just, in the key. You're not allowed... Hey, don't call it every time. Then don't be in it for three seconds every time. What do you want me to do? He can't stand in there. Do we have a horn, Swigard? Are we ready to go with the it horn? It is uploading right now. Okay. Do we? Do you think in the next minute it'll be loaded? 
Is it that kind of process? Uh, hang on here. Like <laughs> hold on. Hold on. There's like 17 steps to get something in the computer right oh, now. Wait for it. Wait for it. Hold I'm really it. glad I, I, I hold worked. Hold it. I worked on that open. Actually, I made a different open, and I was so unhappy. I know. With then it. he sent me another one. It's like disregard ah, the last one. Multiple opens out of this. Yeah, sitting well, there on my third revolver. The creation of the alley oop is a, okay. It's a famous sure. moment in basketball history. Well, I, I made like a real like uh, you know highlight package from around the league. Yes. Yeah, like calls like that, and I'm like, okay. ah, it's I'm not. That's not my nature, and I love semi pro. And so, did you think about putting round ball rock on there? No. Okay. No round ball rock. No. I'm sorry about that. Um, I, when I that. turned on the Oregon-Stanford game this last weekend, which was just an atrocious wow. thing to view. I didn't even turn that on. It was horrible. It was a horrible game. And they – I mean, it's just every time I turn on a Fox game, I, my mind blows. It just shatters. No, oh, the like, theme song. You're coming back yeah. to a 47 to 41 second half game between Stanford, who's won like two games all year, and Oregon, who's a grossly underachieving team, and you're playing round ball rock. Like, this is supposed to be Bulls and Blazers 1992 NBA Finals. This is not computed in my brain. <laughs> they quite literally made up a game called Bulls versus Blazers. You're damn right they did. Uh, do we got the horn yet? Is it still uploading? It's still uploading. Jesus, man. Okay, maybe we won't have the horn this time. It's a good point. If the segment was longer than two minutes, I could go take a dump during the segment. This is a great point, man. <laughs> you give me a little breather. Let me take a bathroom break. Just let me know when your dos minutos oh, are coming you, up. Do you get one twenty second timeout? <laughs> yeah. No. Get a break. Timeout, timeout, timeout. Are you just going to eat Chipotle? every Wednesday night knowing <laughs> Thursday you got a two-minute break? Yeah, I think so. I think we're on to something here. Okay, Swag, let's just do this. If the right. Warren uploads, great. I yep. want you to get your, your cell phone out. I want you to do a timer. And as soon as you say go, I want you to start on that timer. I got two minutes to get through everything I want to get through. Okay? So you let me know when you're ready, and we'll get Dos Minutos going here on Sprague. Are right, you ready? I am ready. Three, two, one, go! All right, I'm just going to start. We're going to go all the way to the sunshine, uh, sunshine state of uh, Florida. I am really happy for Markel Fultz. He has found a home in Orlando. He's had a great season for the Magic, and he's found a good role with a young team. I also want pa Paolo Banquero. Why did we win those four games last year? That was a mistake. That Amen. dude is a difference maker. Uh, last night, we had a first in NBA history. For those who didn't see it, we had a teammate get another teammate ejected. Yes, this really happened. Jordan Poole's shot selection was so stupid that Steph Curry tossed his mouthpiece towards the direction of an official, and it got him ejected in the final three minutes of the game. Stop being soft officials. You shouldn't be tossing Steph Curry. And at least Jordan Poole made up for it because he got the game-winning basket with about three seconds to go. Uh, I've never hated an athlete at one point that I now love more than J.J. Redick. You will not find somebody that hated J.J. Redick more than me and now loves J.J. Redick more than me. Giannis is damn special. We need to really appreciate this dude every night. He's one of the greatest ever, and I feel like they need to trade Chris Middleton. He's too hurt. I don't know how much you can rely on him. It sucks that Bobby Portis is injured now. That's a big blow. Two and nine in their last 11. Suddenly, we're not talking about C.J. McCollum as an all-star, are we? Turns out when you got Zion Williamson missing, the Pelicans are just mediocre to bad. The Kings being good is the best story in the league. People need to pay more attention to it. Good for the Kings fans. I'm happy for them. Light the beam. Rui looked really good as a Laker last night. Rui Hachimura, they played the Spurs, but still not good enough for anything other than a first-round loss. That's probably their fate. I want nothing more than a Philly-Brooklyn series. They hate each other. It'd be fun. And they have the two biggest pressure teams in the league right there. The Nuggets should offer Michael Porter Jr. and two first-round picks for Pascal Siakam. 
in my opinion, that would make him a title favorite. Not rooting against any team more than the Clippers this year. Let that be known now. OKC should be a buyer at the deadline. they got SGA, Giddy, Dort, Holmgren next year, Jalen Williams. They have nice pieces. Build on it. Use a damn draft pick. Josh Hart for Cam Johnson. Please. I beg you, Phoenix. Damn it. It's so many more notes. Just keep him in the holster for next week. Uh, that, it's some keep of a rolling age. Rolodex going. Some Is that horn, horn going to work for you there? Yeah, that, that horn works. That was on, a good on, horn. On yeah. short notice? Yeah, no, yeah. I, it's a very short notice. This was my bad. Listener brought up a good point, too, that uh, why don't we give, I'm sure somebody has his contact information, why don't we give Mark Mason a call and have him record a two minutes, two minutes remaining in the period? Uh, it's Dos Minutos. It's, it's Dos not Minutos. the Mark. Know, it's not Mark Mason. That's not his That's not his signature. It might even be trademarked. Who knows? Uh, Just say two minutes remaining in the period? No, 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 no. The two-minute thing is not trademark. Dos Minutos. Oh, Dos Minutos. Sure. Minut- yeah. If we can't Hito. find a good audio of Dos Minutos, it's just uh, it's an alternative solution. Dos Mar- Minutos in two minutes, the same thing. Mark Mason works for another radio company in our market. I don't think he's going to do okay, that. Okay, I'm just pointing out, just trying to come up with ideas here. Also has no idea who we are. <laughs> no, he does not. <laughs> so I don't think that's going to happen. He was wearing a nice sweater at the game last night. Though. I mean, he's, he's, he's class. He's all class. Every time you see Mark Mason at a game, he's wearing... Great outfit. I'm I'm glad that you did that segment because I learned things about the NBA. What did you learn? I did not know that the Pelicans were two and nine in their last eleven oh, games. Dude, they floundered. That's man. good CJ McCollum or uh, ammo, and I'm kind of upset that I didn't have that ammo in my holster. Oh, so I'm man. I'm proud that I now have that ammo. Yeah. I'm trying to think what else did I learn? Dude, in that I segment. had so many more things. Markel Fultz having a good year. Great year. I like to hear that. He's having of... a nice turnaround in his career. I'm happy for him. And when you mentioned the Thunder should be buyers, I pulled up their record. <laughs> like the same record as the Blazers. Uh, yeah, I actually think they're a better team than the Blazers. They're and, both 23 and 25. And I mentioned Chet Holmgren, who obviously is out for the year. But, yes, like, he is. take Chet Holmgren out of that, and everybody I named is playing, and they're having a good year. Oklahoma City has, like, 23 draft picks. Stop with this tanking business to yeah, go get go another get 19-year-old. Go get a dude. Go get a dude to pair with the young guys. You're you're bordering on the next kind of uh, Phoenix Suns wave, if you will. Like, you got all these young pieces, but they needed to go get Chris Paul to kind of put them over the top. Not that they won a championship, but they got to an NBA Finals. They needed that one guy to go with all the young guys, and OKC could use that. What would you think about my draft or my trade idea? Uh, who was it, Josh Hart? You kind of got cut off there at the end. So Cam Johnson. Cam Johnson for Josh Hart. I'd yeah. do that trade in a heartbeat. Okay. Harpy. I'll go a little faster next week. Is Cam Johnson above six foot five? Cam Johnson's 6'8". Let's do it. And he shoots the three. Let's do he it. He doesn't pass the three. He shoots it. <laughs> it was funny with Hart getting hurt last night. He's like, okay, well, here's the here's our chance at seeing the new starting lineup. It kind of your hand got forced a little bit. Uh, all right, let's get to football. We'll get to Dame's 60-burger coming up. But uh, an NFL stop I want to get to coming up next. On the- I'm Tony Kornheiser. This is my show. My friends come on and you know them. We talk about the sports you care about, basketball now, golf, and the metronome of your life, baseball. Whether it's opening day, the big tournament, or one of the majors, we have the best to preview it and break down just what happened. And let's not forget the important stuff, the amount of daylight where I live, the importance of speedies, and the rankings of beach-style pizza. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovis. Their western boots for men and women are handmade 
handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. We have a lot of things to get to uh, in the National Football League. We'll get to the Blazers uh, and Dame getting 60 again. And Matt Mayoko of NBC Sports Bay Area uh, will join us coming up at 7.30. I wanted to ask you about, I'm looking right now on ESPN, and they're, they're saying, does Kyle Shanahan or Nick Sirianni have the edge here? Um, I want to talk about him real quick, Kyle Shanahan. I find the Niners uh, a very interesting team. Obviously, they're one of the best in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Their roster's incredibly well-built. Uh, they're stacked on offense and defense. Their biggest question this weekend is it's clear. Everybody's talking about it. It's the quarterback. Will Brock Purdy do this? Will Brock Purdy do that? What's going to happen? Uh, my dad texted me and said, uh, to your co- uh, coach of the year conversation, if we're being honest, how many coaches are getting to the conference championship with their third-string quarterback, little on their backup quarterback? Yeah, not a lot. He he is a special coach. Um you know, when if they're bad, they're bad. They're not. They're really good. And whether you root for them or not, it's okay to say it out loud. They're a really good football team. I'm kind of wondering though. I was walking my dog yesterday, and I was thinking about these games, and I'm I'm wondering like, is, is there pressure on them in terms of this is their third conference championship in four years? Uh, you know. Debo, I got audio Debo we can bring later, but Debo in his press conference, one of the things he mentioned was he got to the Super Bowl his rookie year, Mm -hmm. and that taste in his mouth of losing it is still there. And then they lose last year in heartbreaking fashion in the NFC Championship game. The Rams go on to win the Super Bowl, and they're sitting there watching it going, that should be us. We should be winning the Super Bowl this year. But they haven't. And so it feels like people are giving them this well, you're playing with house money vibe going into Philly because Philly's the home team. Philly's the favorite. The line's actually gone to Philly's advantage. They have the quarterback. What 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 is the situation with the Niners in your mind? Is this Buffalo Billsy like where it's like you're just a really good and you can't get over the hump because it it feels like there's something there that the Niners are. One of, if not the best team in football, but they they don't have the trophy to show it. Right. They've been, I mean, to go to three NFC title games in four years, obviously one of those leading to an appearance in the Super Bowl. That's that's an impressive run you don't see very often in the NFL. I, I, I don't quite put them in Buffalo Bills category for one key distinct reason, and that is Josh Allen plays for the Buffalo Bills, and the 49ers quarterback is Brock Purdy. I was kind of talking more about the 90s, not in the sense of they're going to four oh, straight Super Bowls, well, but just like you know what? they're good enough to do it. You know they are, and for whatever reason, they get to this point, or they've gotten to the next point, and they just – the Chiefs are going to five straight, Dirt. Yeah. They at least, whether they win or lose on Sunday, they can at least go, look, it's not ideal, 
but we got one out of this run. You got one, at least so far, <laughs> and you imagine at some point they'll get another one, but nothing is guaranteed right. in the NFL. Aaron Rodgers only got one. We thought for sure he'd win another one in Green Bay. I, the exa- I wouldn't quite go Buffalo Bills territory because they had some really bad moments on the big stage of just getting embarrassed, and yeah. the 49ers have not had that. When they've lost some of these games, I mean, they led the Chiefs in for what percentage of that Super Bowl? They were leading for Most almost it, the yeah. entire game. Kansas City came back and, and won late. So they, they've been really close. The example that I would actually point to was probably Andy Reid and the Philadelphia Eagles that had those, what was it, five straight NFC title games. They only won one of them. They got to the Super Bowl. McNabb might have been drunk. He was throwing up on the field. We all remember that history. But I, I think there's a similarity there, and there might end up being for Kyle Shanahan. But, you know, Donovan McNabb, I think we overrate in our minds because they went to a Super Bowl and because they went to five straight NFC title games. When you look back on Donovan McNabb's career, he was never that good of a quarterback. When you look at his numbers compared to other guys in that era, it wasn't even really close. I mean, he had one season the year they went to the Super Bowl where it was elite 31 touchdowns and eight picks. Outside of that, you have a 17-touchdown, six-pick season, a 16-touchdown, 11-pick season. Like, these are NFC Championship years, and he's throwing 16 touchdowns and 11 picks. An NFC Championship year, he threw six. 16 touchdowns and nine picks. That's it. I know the NFL was slightly different, but we're not talking 1975 here. This was 2006, 2005, 2004. That, to me, is a comparison. We all knew that Andy Reid was a good coach. He got criticized because there'd be clock management stuff from time to time. There was criticism of, ah, he can't, can he win the big one? He's got to win the big one eventually. And then he lands his all-time quarterback, and what happens immediately? He wins a Super Bowl in his second year with Patrick Mahomes as a starting quarterback. That's how I view Kyle Shanahan. I think Kyle Shanahan is one of the best minds in football. Nobody can disagree with that. And the thing that I would point to of why they haven't won a championship yet is that he doesn't have a difference maker at the most important position on the field. We'll see if this year's ends up being different. But if they lose this weekend, what is the primary reason most people think they're going to lose? Brock Purdy's a rookie quarterback. Can you trust him? He's going to Philly. I don't know. He didn't play great last weekend against Dallas. The defense largely won him that game. So if they fall short, it's the same story again for San Francisco, just like we pointed to when they lost the Super Bowl. They largely lost that game because Jimmy Garoppolo was not good. They've lost in the playoffs with Jimmy Garoppolo being their quarterback, and I don't view this year any different for him. Yeah, I think the the Reed Eagle one is a, is a better point. That's a good comp. I think that's a better, uh, better comp because even though Buffalo had a couple bad Super Bowls, no disrespect, Matt, but like, get to the Super Bowl four straight times before I guess I should yeah, call them the great. Bills. And they get blown out. What three of those Super Bowls or two yeah, of them at uh, least? At least, it, but at least like Philly kind of makes sense with Andy Reid and Donovan McNabb. You know, the other part of that, you're right. If the Niners lose this weekend, we're not going to come in Monday and be like I can't believe they lost. It's probably going to be Brock Purdy threw a pick. He wasn't amazing. The run game wasn't as successful, and there you go. Philly wins. Like, shocking, a seventh-round pick couldn't win the NFC Championship game. Right, but I guess my question to you, and it's one I kind of want to ask Mayoko, are we sure Shanahan knows what kind of quarterback he wants? I was also thinking about this. What what quarterback did he win, did he get uh, league MVP for? Matt Ryan. Hmm. Is Matt Ryan mobile? He is not. He's a stiff. What quarterback got within a throw of winning the Super Bowl for Kyle Shanahan? Jimmy Garoppolo. Huh. Is Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo mobile? He's quick, man. Quick like a cheetah. Okay. And Brock Purdy, like, yeah, he's got more mobility than Matt Ryan, but you're not running home to tell your dad about how fast and quick and agile Brock Purdy is. He can extend a play here or there, but he's he's not a running quarterback. And he drafted Trey Lance. And I don't know, maybe Trey Lance will be the starting quarterback next year for the Niners and he'll stay healthy and we'll look back a year from now and we'll say, hey, man, remember last year? I was wondering if it was even the right fit. 
But I don't you find it a little odd that he chose that mold of quarterback when every year of success for him has been the opposite? It is a little strange. I'm not saying he doesn't have an offense capable of using a mobile quarterback the way Trey Lance is. I just find it interesting that all of his success comes from those quarterbacks, whereas like I wonder how much he's holding on to what he had with RG3 in Washington years and years ago. They were a great offense. They were a great offense, and then they made him play on an ACL, and he – Snapped his ACL and he was never the same. Yep. I just sometimes smart people get in their own way. Peyton Manning had this notoriously studied everything about film to the point where people thought he studied too much. And when the game would happen, he was like overanalyzing everything. Well, this window should be open, but that window isn't it. And like his brain wasn't always computing with what he had studied. And that's why he kind of came up short in some of those seasons in Indy. I kind of wonder if Kyle has that a little bit where he goes, the way of the quarterback is having a somewhat mobile guy and big arm, big athlete. That's ideal. But most of his success is more driven on non-mobile quarterbacks. I'm not saying going for a mobile quarterback is a bad thing. I just I, I wonder if any of that plays a factor where it's weird. He's having the most success with the guys he least wants. <laughs> right, and the, the guy that he drafted as mobile and tried to evolve his offense around got hurt in his second game. Yeah. And then the whole thing came out, should you run him between the tackles? Should we run him? It's like, well, that's why they drafted him, because he's an athlete. That was the whole point of getting Trey but, Lance. But, but there's only so many Josh Allens in the world that are going to be able to survive and sustain yeah. their physical It's an age-old debate in the NFL. Stature. Yeah, it is. And Lamar and he, Jackson's gotten hurt yes. back-to-back years now. Do you want to give him a guaranteed contract? Right, and I would. But, like, I guess the, the question here isn't about that. It's more, it, are you doing the right thing by drafting a guy you want to run so heavy versus drafting a guy that can, like Joe Burrow. I don't know what Joe Burrow's 40 time at the Combine was or if he even ran it, but he's mobile enough to get me a first down once in a blue moon That's or extend key. a play. That's the key. But he really beats you by just picking you apart and being smarter. Yeah, Mahomes does the same thing. I mean, he's not a flash out there. He's not running a 4-2-40, breaking everybody down. But if you need him to pick up eight yards on a third and seven, he can do it. He right. can find a way to be elusive. And that, that, to me, is the exciting thing about a guy like Brock Purdy, is that he does bring that element more than some of the other quarterbacks that, that Kyle Shanahan has had has brought. you know, yeah. Jim, Not Trey Lance, obviously, who's a great athlete, but we just haven't seen him play. Jimmy Garoppolo did not move very well, and Brock Purdy does move better than that. So he brings that added dimension. And this is like, I, I think this is the funny part about this weekend and why I'm so excited for this game is that this whole existential question of can Kyle Shanahan find a quarterback, it's kind of looming over the next couple of weeks. I feel like it is, too. Like this is, I know it sounds laughable, and, and we have yelled and debated about Brock Purdy, and you are probably going to end up being right. He has everything going for him. He's in a perfect system, great offensive line, great defense, great weapons. But we've seen careers start this way, mm-hmm. and I hate to use the example that everybody uses. Oh, I know where you're going. Because it's ridiculous. But like if, if, if Drew Bledsoe doesn't get hurt, what is Tom Brady's career? He didn't play for the next two, three years. He was a sixth round draft pick his ass is sitting on the bench he got a chance you're like all right we got to throw the rookie in and what happened they went on to win that's the crazy thing about the next couple weeks it might come crashing down he throws three picks and you say okay we got to probably go with trey lance next year or maybe we want to go get a veteran but if he finds a way to play well this weekend and they win this game and they go to the super bowl 
uh, that existential question of can Kyle Shanahan find a quarterback, maybe this ends up being the answer for him. I think he is one of, if not the smartest coach in the league, and yet I feel like he's gotten in his own way to the point where it's 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 maybe cost him a Lombardi here. I don't know. Maybe they'll do it. Maybe they will. Could be the year. You never know. Never had a rookie quarterback win it. Maybe this is the year we go, hey, man, he can't, can you believe he did that? It'd be a hell of a way to put a bow on but, his last couple of years. Well, but go back real quick before we get to our number two and talk Dame. Go back to their draft pick. I said this earlier this week. They had the number two pick in the Allen Mahomes yep. draft. And because Jimmy G had success at the end of the year, Kyle Shanahan said, this is my guy. Let's give him the deal. They paid him the bag and proceeded to draft Solomon Thomas. Oopsies. It is easily the most egregious pick they've made as a franchise. But they drafted Solomon Thomas. They missed a quarterback. And then Jimmy G, it, it, it's okay. It works. But Shannon clearly grows tired of it quickly and realizes this ain't the dude I need to win. We need improvement. So what's he do? He trades all the assets for Trey Lance, who had played like 13 career games post-high school, <laughs> and we had no idea if he was good or not. They take a guy with the last pick of the draft, and he's more ready and better than the guy they traded the assets for. He just, as smart as he is in play calling, as smart as and inventive as he is with his offense, I feel like and I wonder if he's going to get in his own way of finding the most important position because that, at the end of the day, that largely is what is going to make or break the Lombardi and whether you did it or not. Again, could win it this year, but so far, like, I just wonder how much he's gotten in his own way. It's his missing ingredient. Of have, yeah, it's it's weird. It's like Jonathan with the quarterback at Oregon State. It's, everything else is great. Harbaugh at Michigan. Sometimes you get these smart, good coaches – and it's just more difficult for them to identify that spot. Yep. Uh, it's, it's just it's something to think about as we go forward this weekend. Kyle Shannon and the Niners, really good. Window appears to be open. But what is that quarterback position? I just, I don't know. We'll see what Brock Purdy does this weekend. Uh, we'll have more on these games. We've got audio from all the stops. Matt Mayoko will join us hour number two. But we uh, kick off the second hour talking Dame 60-burger next. Dirt and Sprague on them. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. 
Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details.